It's the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Amber, Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Ashley, Tara, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer, you know, fry people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between women. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Over a glass of wine, bottle of wine, or sometimes a couple bottles of wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine. Don't miss us. <laughs> Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Ashley. And we are two, two girls and a bottle of wine. Because men love boobs. And girls love wine. Ashley De Lorenzo's back. Yay. Um, it's been a couple of months. It has. Life got busy and... Um, the last time we had you here, you were on the super strict diet. You were working out like I was. A million times a week, and I was like, I feel so fat and lazy. (laughs) And then, lo and behold, um, it was St. Patrick's Day weekend. Yes. I got a text from you announcing some big news. Yes, it definitely threw my entire fitness plans (laughs) off, for sure. (laughs) So what's going on? So Joey and I are expecting. Ah, Very exciting. Yay! So that's changed a lot of things, actually. Primarily fitness, though. (laughs) So are you still working out at all? Yeah, I am. The first, the beginning was hard, I'll be honest. Um, There were just days where I was so tired. Um, Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I did not, some women are probably going to hate me for this, I did not have any sickness. Like none at all? None. You didn't feel nausea at all? No. There were a couple times in the middle of the night where, like, if I ate dinner too early, Mm -hmm. I would wake up at, like, 2 in the morning, and I was, like, that hungry nauseous where it's, like, if I don't eat now. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, no, like, I didn't have any nausea. But I did have, like, really adverse reactions to food. Like, food just smelled weird, tasted weird. Things that I, like, loved for years. Um, Like what? Like, my best example, guacamole. Oh, yeah. You You know, yeah. yeah. Could eat, like, my weight in guacamole. I made some, so I knew it wasn't, like, a weird recipe or anything. Like, I made it the same way I always make it. And I took two bites, and I was like, huh, not really a big fan. Oh, no. Yeah, like, I could have <sighs> kept eating. Like, it wasn't something that was going to, like, make me sick. But I was just like, eh, don't really enjoy this. And I'm like, what? This is not my child. This is not, <laughs> this can't be my child. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. So how far along are you? Uh, 15 weeks. Okay. So three and a half months I think I'm so bad with the months to week thing me too but when it comes to pregnancy your goal is the 42 right 40 40 where did I get 42 I don't know you're looking at me I don't know I've never had kids it's 40 if you calculate that out it's technically 10 months oh like you know but it's because they count back from your last cycle okay so there's technically like two to three weeks in there that you weren't even like really pregnant gotcha um and I, I mean, I, people have gone 42 weeks, but my doctor said she doesn't want to see me go past 41. Okay. Just because she worries it'll be too big. <laughs> what? <laughs> she wants, so she's like, good. well, she's like, you're tiny. She's so uh, funny. Every time I go in, she goes, you're just so tiny. And I'm like, can you just keep saying that throughout the entire, because <laughs> right. there's going to come a point where I need to hear that. <laughs> Multiple um, times a day, yeah. Joey. <laughs> so she's like, we, she's like, you know. She, what did she tell me? That the average baby in Colorado is seven and a half pounds. It's by state? Well, I guess maybe. I don't know. We're That's healthier? She, yeah, I don't know. Um, but she was like, for you, I would be comfortable with 
seven and a half being like your max. Oh, wow. And like six or six and a half being more realistic. And I was like, I love that. That sounds fantastic. (laughs) Wow. So, but we'll see. How many ultrasounds have you had? I've had two. Okay. And I go for my next one in a week. And is that when you find the gender? As long as the baby's cooperating, that is when, that's the earliest we can find out, so. Are you going to do, like, a gender reveal video? I think, yeah, I think we're going to do a video. We're not going to do a party, because it's like, I don't know, I just feel like that's a lot, but um, we'll do probably a video. Joey has a really great idea. Yay! Um, He wants to silly string me, so he wants to find out and keep it a secret from me. Oh, wow. Which I'm okay with. Does he go to the ultrasounds? Yeah, he does. Awesome. so he wants to silly string me in a video because he thinks that would be hysterical. Do they have, like, can you select a color of... Apparently you can, so... No. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know, but that's... Uh, um, but he wants to be the one that finds out first and then reveals it to me, which I think is awesome. That's awesome. But in the beginning, he was so, like, I don't need to go to the doctors with you. Like, you've got what? this. You've got this. Mm-mm. So the first one, I was like, let's just come and make sure, like, why don't you come and make sure everything's, like, Okay. And he was on board with that. And then as soon as he saw the baby in there, like, so, you know, Joey's, like, primal for, like, great random reactions. So she's, like, moving the wand around. All of a sudden, this image pops up. So you you just see this little, like, peanut. Like, Uh it doesn't even look like a baby at this point. Literally a peanut. Um, And Joey, of course, I'm just sitting there, like, you know, I don't know, taking it all in. And Joey did not, without even realizing he had said this, out loud goes, oh, shit. (laughs) like that was his reaction to there being something in there oh my god which was so funny um and he's just known for those like kind of priceless Uh like off the you know cuff reactions so after that and then it was funny because we're watching on the screen and I didn't think I mean this just just me I didn't realize that at that early stage they moved Uh uh-huh um so I thought she was moving the wand and she's like oh do you see that and it was like it looked kind of like the best way I could describe it is like a seahorse swimming. Oh, uh, like, and Joey's like, "Oh my god! Like it's a, it's real." <laughs> that was, those are his reactions. So, oh, um, yeah. So ever since that first one, now he's like, "Well, if there's gonna be a sonogram, I need to, I need to go." Yeah. So he's come to every single all one. of them so far just to make sure he doesn't miss something, which is awesome. That is great. Yeah, and oh. he has. Um, we have like the apps on our phone. Which one? I have, like, three. Okay, because my friend Kate is uh, a few weeks ahead of you. Yep. And um, so I downloaded the Bump app. I have the Bump. Um, that compares the baby to, like, a fruit. And then I really like Ovia. because what is that? It's Ovia pregnancy because you can change what it compares it to. Okay. So, like, it'll compare it to a fruit or a vegetable or I can compare it to an animal. Oh, Or I can compare it to, like, a random thing, like a toy or, um, like, this week it's a troll doll. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, so it's kind of fun. And it also shows you, like, how big baby's hand is in comparison to, like, how big it will be when it's born. So I really like that one. Um, And then I have Nurture, too, which is pretty good. Nurture just tells you more about what's going on inside. That's Um, crazy. But so we found out that the baby can hear Oh, okay. I was now, wondering when that happened. Yeah. So now Joey has taken up talking to my belly. Oh, dear. And I don't really have a belly yet, so it's kind of <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah, it's kind of funny at the same time. He's starting What does he say? 
Um, like he'll say good morning to it <laughs> or uh, like last night I had um, I, we were we were packing to move and um, he, I was like I'm starting to get those like stretch it pulls because uh-huh. like your stomach stretching out and he decided to let baby know that if baby could just hold off on that stretching for like another couple hours <laughs> mommy really needed to get packing done so. oh that's funny <laughs> yeah so it's been it's been kind of amusing to listen to what he has to say to it. You have to write this stuff down because you're going to, you know, forget. Yeah, I know. No, it's been really funny. I'd like to, like, record him, like, catch him off guard one time doing it because I don't think he'll, like, let me record him. Right. But I'm going to have to try and, like, catch him off guard one time because it's really funny. (laughs) It sounds hilarious, especially when you know Joey. Yeah, exactly. chill, whatever. Yeah, he's so not that person. to a a growing baby in your belly. Yeah. (laughs) That's so exciting. It is. It's been fun. And then in less than a week, you're moving. Right? Yeah, we move, yeah, like four days, five days. Yeah. Um, we move into our house, which is also crazy. So it's a lot, but it's honestly perfect timing because it gives us time to settle in and and whatnot. create the nursery. Yeah, so we're not like, you know, changing diapers on an apartment window still, I guess. <laughs> Be bad. Yeah. But it that in itself is a lot too. So right. we have taken on a lot this year. 2017 is a year of getting it done. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it really has. So what um how's the how's the house process been? It has been so smooth and easy. Um it's ahead of schedule again, so that's why we're moving in early year cuz I think we were supposed to move like 3 weeks. I thought you later. said June. Yeah, well they so they when we first started the process, they told us May was the target, but realistically with weather and stuff through the winter june maybe even july okay so then as we started to get into winter because we as you guys know had a really really chill mild chill Um, winter and an even more mild spring which was their Mm -hmm. bigger concern um they were like no it's definitely going to be may so they told us like mid to end of may we were like perfect this is going to be great then the next thing we know so then they set a date for like may 19th i think okay and then the next thing we know, like within a week of them setting that date, we got a call from our mortgage lender and they're like, hey, you're less than 60 days out and you haven't locked in a rate yet. And we're like, no, we're not 60 days out. We've got like two to three more weeks before we hit that window. And they're like, no, your closing date is April 28th. We're just like, uh, okay, that's great. But <laughs> so, let's lock that down. <laughs> yeah. So we did all that really quickly and, um, yeah, it's just been – I mean, it's crazy how quickly it all happened. Like, I feel like we were just up there looking at, like, ground to the other – like, you know. Uh-huh. So – Have you met any of your neighbors? Not yet, um, but we did – so we kind of, like, have talked with our builder and stuff and said, like, hey, share our info because we are going to have to share fence line mm-hmm. on the sides and we need to make sure that, like, we're all on the Start same page. Out. like yeah because we're putting up a fence either way so if Uh we need to put it like an inch on our property because they don't want it we'll do that but we're doing it either way right um so one of them they shared their information with us and of course you know me i'm like the fbi so i went i stalked their life on the internet and um i wish i had it oh (laughs) (laughs) no i mean i'm sure that they're gonna be great but um, when Joey, well, I didn't share them with Joey yet, but Joey's like, what did they look like? And I was like, well, based on what I found out on their profiles, I doubt we'll ever hang out with them. 
And I, when I said that, I was like, wow, it's really judgy of Do me. they have kids? No. Hmm. Um, they do not. They don't seem to be like the type that would have very much in common with us based on, again, okay, their profiles. Um, they do have a dog, a big dog. Ooh. So I now even more so want a fence because <clears throat> sugar's not that big. No, but sugar has little dog syndrome. So she likes right. to think she can take on big dogs. Um, and I just hope that because I'm such a keep your dog on a leash person unless you have like total absolute control of them. Um, I just hope that they're not the people that let their dog run freely because I don't love that. Like I've had, ex- I had an experience as a kid where a dog jumped on me and I fell down brick stairs. Um, I've had dogs like come up to sugar and it's like, I understand your dog's friendly, but maybe mine isn't. You don't right. know my dog. Not to say that she isn't, but, and she so. She can be a little finicky. Yeah, and I just – and I think that when a dog approaches her off a leash and she's on a leash, it creates a whole different mm-hmm. – plus she's gotten a little – I wouldn't say she's more protective of me, but she's more at my side all the time. Mm-hmm. So um, – Well, you should reach out to them and, like, set up a yeah. dinner or something. Yeah, that's – so we did and say we're going to – try to walk into the dinner with no expectations. I know. I know it's hard. Well, so we have to reach out to them to get the fence done on mm-hmm. the side, so we're going to do that, and then – we said we'll see how that process goes and then but we don't but we've asked multiple times to connect with our neighbors on the other side and they have not nothing nothing so i'm like listen they've got a week and a half to figure it out or we're putting up a fence without them well and i feel like if you put up the fence they should be thankful because you're paying for it right and so the whole point of it was that we would like to include our neighbors cuz then if all of us want a fence we can split the costs on each side oh and it would run directly on the property line. But if they don't want one, sucks for them because we're still putting it. Yeah, fences, like why would you right? not? But um, then we just have to move it like an inch off the property line or whatever it is. And then we'd cut like front the whole cost. So mm-hmm. we're doing it either way just because I – yeah, I think it's weird to not have – A fence. A fence. This is like – I think back in the day maybe you didn't – like I didn't grow up with fences – yeah, I didn't either, but we had so much property and space between that, like, you yeah. didn't need one. Yeah. But, like, houses are so close now. You need yeah. that. Because, like, our neighbor on that side, which direction is that, Ashley? I'm really bad at directions. On your left side? I don't know. My right. It's your left. But I'm, I'm thinking, like, if you're looking at the front of your house. Oh, yeah. The left. So the neighbor. left side. They're, like, uber, like, they do crazy landscaping. Yeah. They're amazing. We don't. That fence <laughs> draws the line. It lets, it yeah. lets everyone know that our neighbors are better at landscaping than we are. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I've owned right. it. <laughs> but I also think it's too um, – so we kind of have one of the bigger lots in the okay unit or in the community develop. I don't know what you'd call that. Um, so our lot is – Bigger than our ne- both of our neighbors. Okay. So I'm also like, well, I also don't want them like edging their way on, right. you know what I mean? Taking an inch kind of thing. And and exactly like you said, like who knows what they're going to do with their yard. And we kind of have ideas of what we want to do with ours. So mm-hmm. I just don't want to be liable for anything either. I think, yeah. you know. That makes sense. I have a, a friend who recently, within the last couple of years, moved into a new housing development. And they, it has beca- become like her social circle. Yeah. And, like, 
it's crazy. Like, the moms all get together. The kids. I know. It's like back in the, uh, like, 60s, 70s, when you envision, like, the kids just walk down to the neighbors. And I'm just like, this is so cute. And I think that we'll definitely have that there because it is very much um, that kind of a neighborhood. And Mm -hmm. it's really awesome. They just put in the elementary school academy for our community. Okay. um, If you will. Uh two blocks from us. So okay. I'm like, oh my goodness, we can walk our kids to school. And Yay. Joey's like, walk them. They're going to ride their bikes. And I was like, no, I'm walking my kids to school. <laughs> but I just thought it was really cool. So I, I can totally envision it being that type of community. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm like nervous about that too because I was saying that to Joey. I was like, you know, we don't really have any friends out here that have young kids. Our one that does is moving. What? Yeah. So I was like, well, Joey's like, you're just going to have to make like mommy friends. And I was like, that doesn't really sound very fun, though. (laughs) It becomes fun because you guys, from what I've seen from a distance, you guys, like as moms, you complain together. Right, exactly. You bounce things off of each other. Um, Have you heard of the, I think it's the Nextdoor app? Mm Mm-mm. It's like an app-centric podcast. (laughs) Um, So I, I, yeah, it's Nextdoor door and you can um join it and you put where you live and then it puts you into a group with your neighbors so it's like a craigslist type thing like um if you want to sell something or you're you have questions about you know hey are there any swim classes in the area you know you just post and people answer interesting yeah so my other girlfriend kate is having a baby and one of my neighbors was giving away a car seat Oh, nice. Um, Not for an infant, but for a larger kid. And so I was like, oh, yes, I'll take it. (laughs) And I'm like, Kate, do you want this? (laughs) Um, And she said yes. I don't know if she's just being nice or what. But um, it's stuff like that. That's cool, though. It's kind of like a Craigslist, but safer. Like, you know. Right. You know your area. You're not, like, going, like, 30 miles out. And it helps you know who lives, like, next to you. As long as everyone signs up. Like, I know, well, so-and-so lives across the street. Even though I'm not really talked to them. I may have met them once. I'm really bad with names. But yeah, interesting. I um kept saying I was gonna do this, and then I was like, maybe I shouldn't do this because maybe it will deter me. You know the um, I don't know if it's an app any like, but I know you can online you can find out like where registered like offenders. Yes, <laughs> and then I was like, maybe I shouldn't look for that. I feel yet. like you should not because it might. I have looked at that, and it. Ugh. If I had children, it would be very challenging. Yeah, but then again, I'm also like, but I kind of would want to know. Maybe. I don't know. But you've been a recruiter for so long. Have you had those stories? Where, yeah. Like, I've had candidates that um, they were peeing in public. Oh, yeah, peeing yeah, in the garage, And they had to register yep. as a sex offender. But I think on the site you can find out, like... The details? The, maybe not the nitty-gritty details, so but long. the... Um, it's public record. Yeah, like, not the nitty-gritty details, but the... Uh, level. The level and, like, what it actually was. Like, was it, like... Peeing in public. Yeah, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Like public indecency or whatever that is. But so I don't know. I'm I'm sure I'll Google it eventually. I I'm feel just like curious. You're, you're opening all these Pandora boxes. <laughs> Stop. You're going to become erotic. My doctor was like, all I could she's like, the best advice I have for you is that when it comes to any questions you have about the pregnancy, don't um, Google. <laughs> she was like, if it doesn't come from me, your primary physician, or the Mayo Clinic, do not believe it. She's <laughs> like, and do me a favor. And don't Google symptoms. And I was like, well, now you got me wanting to Google symptoms. <laughs> but I've been pretty good about it for the most part. Good. 
do you have the you have the what to expect when expecting? Yep. Okay, we're gonna dip into that because there's a story that you and I discussed via text that I want to talk about. Okay, but we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. And we're back with two girls and a bottle of wine. We have Ashley De Lorenzo here, and fifteen weeks along, right? Yep. Okay. Um, and going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And everyone's heard of the what to expect when expecting book. Yes. So you have that. Yes. And? And that's actually how I told Joey was I bought him the Expected Fathers book. Um, How did he react? uh, It was actually really funny. So I got him that book because I was trying to find, like, figure out how to tell him. Because I actually didn't take, unlike most women, didn't take a test at home. I had gone to my primary doctor for blood work and was a couple days late, which was kind of the norm with my thyroid issue and she's like well let's just precautionary and she walked in the door and was like congratulations and I was like on what she's like you're it it was positive I was like what was she's like the pregnancy test you're having a baby I was like so not in the right mindset mind you it was like 7 30 in the morning um so yeah I didn't really find out the normal way so I was trying to figure out how to tell Joey went and got the book um surprised him at work with a card And it had, like, two elephants on it. It said something like, I don't know, something like dad to be me, but there was, like, two other words on the front. So he opened – so first off, I walk in, and I had the Barnes Nobles bag, and he's like, what's that? I was like, I got you something. And he goes, Ashley, stop trying to make me into a reader. I hate reading because I had been trying to push him into reading. And I'm just sitting there, like, just roll my eyes. So I give him the card, and we found out, like, two days before Valentine's Day. So Was this the same day that you found out? Yes. Okay. So he's like, is this like a Valentine's Day gift? Like you could have just waited till we got home. I was like, just open the card. So again, priceless reaction. So he's looking at the front of the card and it literally has like three words on it. And I'm like, what is like, I know you don't read avidly, but like, come on. (laughs) So he's like, and on the inside, I was like, that's right. You're going to be a dad. And so he starts to open and he's like, dad to be really like, really? Are you, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty positive. And he goes, oh, boy. That was his reaction. (laughs) So it was really funny. Um, But he was excited. He wanted to tell everybody, like, right away. And I was like, like, no, 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 no. Hold on. (laughs) Slow it down. Um, But, yeah, he was super excited. Uh, But so I got – so I gave him the book. So we joke about there's that movie Knocked Up. Uh Uh-huh. And she yells at him, and she's like, you should have read the baby books. Like, and that's her – I think that's why she, like, leaves him towards the end of it. It was, like, one of the straws. Yeah. <laughs> so Joey will sometimes make these comments, and I will be like, you should have read the book. <laughs> like, he'll be like, well, I don't under – like, I just – I think that you're fine to work out. Like, I think you just – maybe if you worked out, you wouldn't be so tired. Oh, dear. And I'm just like, breathe. Read the damn book. Breathe. <laughs> so, things like that. So finally – um, the other day he opened the book and I'm looking at him reading this and I'm like, what are, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I skipped to the middle. That's where the juicy stuff usually is. Oh dear God. And he's like, I feel like with the beginning, you know, it's setting you up. He's like, the middle's probably what I need to know. He's like, in the end, I don't know that I want to know that yet. <laughs> so he's telling me all these like random things. And, uh, I'm like, yeah, I know. And he'll like, he would like, what did he say? Something about, oh, you know, you don't want to put uh, bumpers or pillows in the crib. I'm like, yeah, I know. And then he was like, uh, I don't know. He just kept 
coming out with these things that he was reading. And he's like, well, if you know all this, why am I reading the book? Uh, and I was like, because you don't know it. <laughs> right? But the, I agree with him that there are some things in those books that are intim- intimidating. In Like what? So, like, I was like, I'm going to follow along with my pregnancy and read the in the mother's version. And... It tells you everything that could go wrong at the, every stage. I'm like, I don't want to know that. So I, of course, having the thyroid problem mm-hmm. that I have, I looked that up. Well, then all of a sudden it tells you that if your thyroid levels are off, which mine constantly fluctuate, um, that your baby could end up deaf. Oh, my gosh. So now I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, my God, what? maybe our baby can't hear us. Like, So I went into the doctor and I asked her and she's like, no. She's like, that is if your levels are severely through the roof you're not on medication she's like your baby's going to be fine I was like all right she's like do me a favor maybe you shouldn't read that book either (laughs) that's a like credited book like it is but it it does tell you like everything I guess to prepare you everything that could go wrong along with everything that goes right which is great but Yeah, I was, like, reading ahead, too, and I was just like, maybe I just don't need to know these things, like. Oh, goodness. Maybe there are some, like, I'm just going to leave this up to the higher power, the powers that be, and, like, this is, people have been having kids for years. I probably don't need to know everything, like, which is so not like me, but. So are you working out with? I am. Um, Now I have my energies back, which has been good. Um, I just have to be careful with certain things. Obviously, it's hard to do ab workouts. Uh, I would avoid those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like last night we were doing, do we did a workout. We were doing like some um, just kind of like floor work stuff, like squats and like those yeah. things and stuff. And uh, I've started to feel like if I do like jumping, so like jump squats, jumping jacks, things like that, it kind of is like a little off center. Like I feel a little like my body doesn't know what it's doing anymore, like, balance-wise. But as far as, like, lifting weights and stuff, as long as I'm not on, like, a decline bench, um, and as long as I'm not trying to go up in weight, she's like, whatever you currently lift at, don't try to push yourself above that. She's like, you're in maintenance, not bulk, like, not build phase. Oh, okay. Um, but she's like, yeah, I think it's absolutely healthy and fine. She's like, but listen to your body. Like you, she's like, you may have been able to work out for two hours before. She's like, now you may only be able to work out for an hour. So, and have you seen that? Yeah, I definitely can't push myself as hard cause I'll get like headaches or Aww. I'll just get like, kind of like not tired, just like wind, really winded, uh-huh. um, easier than I used to. But, uh, but yeah, I, I do think it's helpful. So I have been trying to, but I also haven't been as strict. Like if I miss a day or two here and there, I'm kind of like, okay. Whatevs. Yeah. Yeah. Are you eating a lot more? Um, yes, ish, I guess. Like I'm eating more throughout the day, Mm -hmm. but smaller quantity, like more times, but smaller meals because I literally will finish a meal and I'm like hungry for my next one within like 15 minutes oh wow um so I just have like planned better but actually I've been eating like really weird I have like had the weirdest what I want to eat like I don't really like meat anymore okay 
which has been weird for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I have wanted to eat nothing but fruits and vegetables. Well, that's good. Which is, yeah, which is great. But like literally I could put down an entire like vegetable platter. <laughs> and it's like Joey laughs at me like when I pack my lunch for work, it's like an apple, a banana, like strawberries and yogurt, raspberries, tomatoes, wow. cucumbers and peppers. Like, like it's just literally fruits and vegetables because everything else, like I'll try to include, incorporate more into it. And it just grosses me out. Hmm. So like I was trying to make like chicken to add to my salad and it, ugh, it was just repulsing me. Uh. So, <laughs> oh my. Yeah. <laughs> Do you miss anything? Um, I miss sushi like crazy. Mm. But were, were you eating sushi a lot? No, I wasn't, but... I don't think of you as, like, a, a big sushi Yeah, eater. not a big one, but I do love sushi, like, but when we go... But the fact that you can't... Right, is like, what kills me. Um, do you miss wine from time to time? No, I really thought I would miss drinking so much more, but... And I've been out. Like, I did the St. Paddy's Day Parade and went out with my friends oh after my and didn't even, like, think about... Like, I'm totally fine. I was totally fine. We did brunch the other weekend um, for our friends. And, like, yeah, I, I totally have not even really, like, thought about that. But I do find that I need to have something to drink when I'm out so that I'm not just – because I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> like, I, I challenge anybody right. out there who goes out on a regular basis to try not drinking for just the first 30 minutes. You'll be like, what do I do with my hands? Right. Put them on my like it's weird. It's so weird. <laughs> so I just found I've been ordering either Arnold Palmer's, which is they look like Long Island, so people think I'm drinking. Right. Or um this bartender got me onto this new thing. It's called a, a gin Ricky minus the gin. Okay. So it's basically ginger ale and lime. Okay. Which is great for me. Nice. So those have been my go-tos. But yeah, I haven't really That's good. missed it. No, because I I I've heard of people missing like oh yeah. I just love a, a mimosa. Or... Yeah, the only thing I will say is like this weekend we're moving into our house and Joy's like I really want to open like one of our nice bottles of wine to celebrate and I'm like really, and he's like you could just have a glass and I, and I could they say that you can but I don't see the point right. So I was like no I'll just wait. <laughs> So that was the only time where I was kind of just like, well, don't drink it without me. But it wasn't like I wanted it. It was more like, I don't want you to have it. (laughs) That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about some news articles. Yes. Okay. Hey, this is Janet. And if you like this podcast, you got to check out Wrinkled Sheets. It's a podcast where I sit down with my boyfriend, Steve, and we talk about anything Call it therapy, call it crazy, but you gotta check it out. It's wrinkledsheets.podbean.com. And you're listening to Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine with Janet and... Ashley. And we are back, and you were um, talking about some new music that you discovered. And yes. I love music. I, I know. I really do. So um, you've always... How long have you been a Zach Brown? As long Forever. as I've known yeah. you. Yeah, I love Zach Brown. And, which, and you know me, like, I'm not oh. a country... Person, no, she's you know? not my yeah. country music friend. No, um, I mean I dabble. I would say I dabble, yes. maybe. But yes. um, Zach Brown, I have. I just love. Gosh, I love them. Um, I might be one of their big. Well, I won't go that far. But I might be. I just love them. Are they coming to Denver? They are. 
They're coming on the 29th of July. I'm going to go. Seven months pregnant. Six and a half. Where are they playing? Coors Field. Oh, that'll be good. Yep. My dad was looking at tickets. He's like, so do you want general admission? Like standing? I'm like, yes. Because it's this closest to the stage. And I'm like, eh, can we tough that one out? So (laughs) I think we opted for uh, like right to the side. Like not instead of center stage, like a little bit to the side, but still like five rows back. Yay. (laughs) Yes. Very exciting. Um, But they have a new album coming out. Oh, I love new music from my artists. Yes. So it's coming out May 12th. But I, of course, pre-ordered it like in February, I think. Like I'm dropping some songs like early. So they've done one like every week to week. Every like week to two weeks on a Friday, they'll drop one. And I like this is how ridiculous it is. It will hit midnight and my phone will alert and I will start downloading it at midnight because I like can't wait till I wake up in the morning. (laughs) It is so I'm just so happy that they have new music. Yes, because it's been a couple years. Uh, two, I feel like, when was when Jekyll and Hyde came mm-hmm. out. Um, and that was more of a different sound than... It the was. Band. They worked with the drummer from Foo Fighters on that. So it was a little bit more edgy, more just different, mm-hmm. which they had done with the one before, Uncaged. Like, I think they were trying to... They had, like, a lot of that island music and... Right. Um, this album, I think, because it's called... Welcome home. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think it kind of goes back to like their older chicken fry albums. Maybe not as country as chicken fry. Okay. I mean, mind you, if there's only four songs that have dropped so far, but definitely, yeah, like along those like Goodbye in Her Eyes and like okay. those kind of songs. Um, oh, it's been amazing. So, share here. Let me hit play. Probably should have started it lower. <laughs> it's just an old piece of wood on top of four legs. It's got a few coffee stains. And what's this called? Family table. I like this song. Yeah. But this family table's held together by love that never dies. That's great. Yeah. So it just kind of like, as soon as I started hearing them, they're like those feel good songs that like you can tell have real feelings and emotions behind them. So I um, have been really, really happy with all four so far. Yay. Yeah. So I recommend it. So hopefully they'll play a lot of their new music at their concert. Yeah. I've been (laughs) like following people because they've been, they've already been touring Mm -hmm. and people have been saying that they've been playing a lot of their their newer stuff, and as, along with like the old classics, so um, people have been really pleased with, I guess, the set lists. And Good. So I'm like, super That's excited. Huge. I know. Not that you could go wrong, but it's still to this day the best concert I've been to. Oh, that's awesome! Was them at Red Rock? So since we saw each other, I went and saw Britney Spears. How was that? It was the best concert I've ever been to. Really? Yes. That's so funny that you bring up Britney because. When I said to Joey that the Red Rock Zach Brown was the best concert ever, he's like, really? It even tops when Justin Timberlake touched you? I was like, yeah, it does. He's like, wow, that says a lot. <laughs> that is, yeah. I Maybe because I do mainly go to country concerts, but uh-huh. he was so different. And yeah, she lip sang. Of course. Yeah. Um, but the, the dancing, the... Yeah, outfits. that's fun. And I've been to a couple Taylor Swift concerts, which are very similar. Okay. There's dancing outfits. But I don't know. Maybe it's just I've liked Britney for a long time, since it's 1999. Like, yeah. 
It's like getting to see one of those yeah. old idols. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. I've heard great things about her show because mm-hmm. she's just doing it in Vegas, right? Until the end of this year. And then okay. they're not sure if they're going to renew it or if she's... Nice. Yeah, we'll see. That's very cool. Yeah, I've heard good things, though. But I know that feeling. Like, you walk out and you're just like, wow. Yeah. You don't want it to end. Which yep. is uh, most concerts, most good concerts. I'm like... I know. There, like, please don't end. I was. I think I was like the, the last person in the parking lot in Red Rocks. I'm like, what if they come back on again? Maybe we can meet them. <laughs> but it was so perfect because anyone that's been to Red Rocks knows it's like that outdoor. And there's that song, Colder Weather, where mm-hmm. they talk about the Colorado Pines. It could not have been more perfect Literally, they're singing that song, and a shooting star, like, streaked across. <gasps> so it was just, like, to me, it was, like, this is – it was, like, my moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was amazing. So great. I love Red Rocks. Yeah. Probably my my most favorite concert venue ever. I would agree. I'm sad that Zach Brown's not there, but they're just too big. Because even that, that was – gosh, that was, like, three, maybe – I think it was three years ago. Mm-hmm. And – they were only supposed to do one show there, and they sold out within, like, 15 minutes that they added two more. Right. Which That's also sold out. artists so. want to do when – because everyone wants to play Red Rocks. Miranda's right. coming this this August to Red to Rocks. To Red Rocks. And she has two shows. Yeah. Any artists of any size. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to book a couple. Yep. But. And those tickets start to get expensive the more popular you get. Because I remember, like, uh, who was it? Was it Adele? Mm-hmm. And Ed Sheeran, they were, like, going for crazy amounts, but... It's the yeah. best place to see a, it an really artist. It really is. It's, it's... A good artist. Yeah. But I also think that you you can... Because Red Rocks is such a great venue, you can see a mediocre artist, mm-hmm. and it feels like they're a de- like a better than they are because <laughs> of the venue. That, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Concerts. Yay. I know. I love concert season. <laughs> what other concerts are you going to? Um... So my birthday weekend, we are going to see Jurassic 5 is playing with <laughs> Motet up at Red Rocks. They're really fun. What um, kind of music are they? Uh, Jurassic 5 is unique, but with them playing with Motet, I would say it's like, I hate to use the word like jazz funk, but it's totally okay. like that kind of music. Um, and then the weekend after, we were supposed to go to Boombox. I love Boombox. Uh-huh. They are like funk DJs they're amazing but it's my sister's graduation so I'll be on a plane home instead of seeing boombox and you're gonna have your baby shower in New York Pennsylvania Pennsylvania yes Pennsylvania and then who are we seeing the weekend we get back I think uh god (laughs) (laughs) um there's like like three or four back track uh I think grammatic is playing there um kind of like underground hip like I hate to say hip hop too because people think of like Drake and Eminem it's not like that it's like more like that old school sound um and then there was someone else too that we were like oh oh Dispatch is coming to Colorado too which we like them as well yay so yeah there's and that's just the month of June so (laughs) so I've done very well I told myself this year I'm not gonna go to as many concerts so yeah and the nice thing about those artists is like they're not super underground, but they're right. underground enough where, like, you pay 30, 40 bucks amounts. a ticket. So it's it doesn't feel like it's, you know. Because I'm sure Zach Brown at Coors Field was not cheap. You can ask my dad about that one. Yeah. It was a birthday gift, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's so much fun. Concert yep. season is upon us. I, I've seen so far this year, 
Brittany, Miranda twice, and Eric Church. And then the only other concerts I have are Eric Church in Nashville and Miranda in Colorado. Very so, nice. Duplicates of what I've already right. seen, but seen. they're my two of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to be trying to be good. It's hard. It, it really it's so is. exciting. I don't no. know. It's, and it's such a great thing to do. It is. Like, I it feel like really if you're going to spend your money doing something on a weekend, like, like that's a memory you'll have for, I mean, ever. Yeah. So. And I, it's something I can do easily by myself with mm-hmm. Steve traveling um, because I, I usually know people. Right. Like, I don't, I can go by myself. I can sit by myself, but I'm going to know someone there. Right. So I feel safe enough. It's and even like, if you go by yourself, too, I just feel like it's such a crowd experience that it's not, like... There's so much to, like, people watch. It's so great. Um, I found an article that I am pulling up right now <clears throat> that I wanted to share if I could find it. <laughs> okay, five reasons why going to a concert alone is totally okay. I, I found this last week, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to use this, but I saved it, and I'm glad I did. Um, number one, you are more likely to get better seats. It's true. Like, oh yeah, those one off. Yep. When I just needed one, I'm, I'm on the floor. I'm like 15 rows back. And it was like, it was amazing. Um, number two, you get to do what you want to do. Like if I need to go to the bathroom, like an opening artist is not my fave. No one's going to judge me for walking out. Or the, or like when you want to stay for five hours after in hopes that they'll continue playing, no one's judging you. (laughs) Um, it's easier to squeeze up to the front row. I'm not a good rule breaker. Oh, I so am. My girlfriends, when we were in our twenties, they were great. Like they would maneuver their way up to the front row, like almost getting fist fights. And I'm like, my seats are here. This is what I paid for. Oh, no. I can Not see me. you being a yeah. breaker. Like, I may use the baby bump to get me to the front of the stage for Zach Brown. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Where's your handicap? Right? Thank you. Seriously. So for Red Rocks, um, part of the front row is handicapped. I know. But you have to be like, they don't consider pregnancy a handicap no, anymore. <laughs> they don't. Number four does not apply to me. It says you can meet your best friend or even soulmate. Um, and number five, it's all about the music. It really is. It is. Yeah. Like, I don't need, like, with Eric Church, I did not drink. Like, sometimes I'll have a beer mm-hmm. um, or a drink. But with Eric Church, I was, I've been battling this sinus infection for like a month. Um, I was dealing with that. And I'm like, I'm good with water. Yeah. I, I And then I ended up being able to drive some friends home that had had too many to drink. And it's nice, too, because like you said, you don't have to worry about the, oh, like, let's let's go get, run to the bathroom real quick together or let or someone like talking to you during like your favorite song. time I've gone yeah. to concerts with people like that. And I'm just like or people that I am a picture taker, but I'm I'm more of I take a lot of pictures of the artist. Yes, because I like looking through the camera because you can zoom right plus <laughs> i just ridiculous. love to capture like that yes. live sound because sometimes when they play live songs it could be the same song but it sounds so different because they'll do stuff you know different mm-hmm. things so i love that i agree but i i have gone to concerts with friends that are like hey take a picture with me hey and i'm like uh, yeah it's in the middle of the concert yeah. <laughs> here turn around let's get a picture of them in the background i'm like i know I can't. I can't deal with that either. Concerts are like a religious experience for me. <laughs> Shh. Yeah, that's exactly. so bad. That's so bad. 
So bad. All right. So seriously, um, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some other news stories that are not concert related, baby related or house related. Sounds good. Okay. You've heard the saying, those girls with curly hair want straight hair. Those girls with straight hair want curly hair. Those brunettes want to be blonde. The blondes want to be brunette. I definitely fall into that category. I'm a brunette that wants to be blonde. I have curly hair and I want it to be straight. I have found the key to that straight hair that I love. It's Foxy Bay. Foxy Bay has made a rose gold straightening brush. No more clamping down on my hair with a flat iron. This tool is amazing. It's eight times faster and easier than a standard flat iron or hair straightener and it heats hair evenly from the inside out, reduces frizz, and delivers a healthier, smoother finish. If you want to get your own Foxy Bay, go to foxybay.com. That's F-O-X-Y-B-A-E.com. Your hair will thank you. And we're back with two girls and a bottle of wine and Ashley DeLorenzo. Yay! Um, so I've been kind of falling into this like hole of odd news stories. Okay. Like I read them on the regular like, what do you mean by odd? Okay, you ready? <laughs> so, um, a 63-year-old woman in China needed to be rescued by firefighters when locking herself out of her apartment led to an ill-fated attempt to repel out of a window. Video recorded at the scene Wednesday in um, a place in China shows the woman, identified as Jia, clinging to some rope she borrowed from a local construction site while a firefighter lowered where she was dangling. The firefighter helped the woman climb back up to the enter the window of her apartment. Jia told the police that she was locked out of her apartment when a gust of wind slammed her door and she didn't have the money for a locksmith, so she borrowed the rope and decided to try rappelling to her window. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, that and then um the next news story, um were you a big Simpsons fan? No, I never watched the Simpsons. Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> People listening might appreciate this. So, um a YouTuber, the a science YouTuber, okay. inspired by a classic episode of the Simpsons, set up 10 megaphones end to end to see how loud a noise he could make. So the megaphones were back to back. Yeah. Um, the video posted to YouTube by um, his name is the Backyard Scientist features him explaining he was inspired by Bart Simpson's prank in the season eight Simpsons episode, The Secret War of Lisa Simpson, to place 10 megaphones end to end and test the results. Bart's experiment led to a shockwave that shattered all of the windows in town, as well as Homer's fridge full of beer. But um, this YouTuber quickly ran into a problem Bart didn't face, a feedback loop. Ooh. So he spent some time arranging the megaphones to minimize the feedback, which remained audible, and then attempted to shout into the first megaphone. The result was a sound that wasn't much louder than the, the test with only one megaphone. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I have a feeling it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't produce the results. Um, I don't watch The Simpsons, but I find it interesting how people will constantly say that The Simpsons predict things. I have heard that. Like about how they predicted... Trump being president yes. and what was the other one? Something about like, was it Lady Gaga performing at the Super Bowl or just so, like weird things like that that I'm like, huh. So I'm pulling it up off of BuzzFeed and this is from 2013. So it was before Trump. Okay. But 21 times the Simpsons bizarrely predicted the future. Yeah. In 1999, radiation spawned mutant tomatoes. Okay. Do you remember that? No. You were like five. Okay. I remember Britney Spears from 99. I don't remember Mutant Tomatoes, though. In 2008, Homer's voting machine changed his vote. Oh, because they had those issues Mm -hmm. in 2008. Yep. In 1995, an entire lemon tree was stolen. That really make world news? 
Well, it's not world news. <laughs> okay. I was like, yeah, where did that happen? I don't remember that one. Um, in 1995, Lisa's future fiance could verbally communicate with her watch. I don't have oh. an Apple watch, but I have seen people talk on them. Yeah, it's weird. It, it is. freaks me out. <laughs> but... Maybe we'll adjust. I'm sure cell phones yeah, are a little odd. That's true. In 1996, TV evangelists worshipped the almighty dollar. Hmm. So, yeah. In 1994, horse meat was a secret ingredient. We've heard that yep. in a couple oh, sad things. In 1998, Professor Fink made hamburger earmuffs. I didn't know this actually happened. In 2010, I guess it happened. Ear- hamburger earmuffs? Uh-huh. Huh. In 1994, an Apple product wasn't always sure what its owner was trying to say. <laughs> like Siri. Siri. <laughs> Ooh, that's funny. In 1991, Ringo took decades to respond to his fans. Huh. So, um. But yeah, I know there's been like a ton. And even since that article, like there's been a ton, ton. more. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch. Uh, I'll try and save this link to share it with the notes of our podcast. Yeah. Because I want to go through all 21. I always find that fascinating. I'm like, how is that? How do they know? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, have you been eating a lot of ice cream with your pregnancy? Because yes. like, pickles and ice cream, I hear. I love ice cream lately. What's your favorite brand? Um, I haven't been buying it at the store. I've been more like, I want to go get it. Oh, okay. So we live by the Central Market that's new down on Larimer. And they have like fresh mm. ice cream. And like they like, when I say fresh, like they don't add like, syrups and stuff they like infuse it with like the real flavors um so i've been just trying out all different kinds of their flavors they're so good though so like what kind of flavors um like instead of like basic coffee it was like like they'll have like different kinds of coffee like flavors um or like i mean they do have some of your basics like your vanillas and your chocolates and stuff but they just have like some unique ones that they'll that's nice. So yeah, it's been really good. Otherwise, I've been really. I love. This is nothing new. Froyo. Mm-hmm. So I have to. I put too much crap on my Froyo. Oh, see, I put fruit on my Froyo. You are a fruit fan. I'm not. Yeah. I put like the chocolate and the caramel and the crap. Joey and I will always walk out of there, and his is like hot fudge and yes. like peanut butter cups, and mine has like strawberries and cherries. And, and you actually keep it healthy. Yeah, and he always like laughs. He's like, I never. He's like, it seems like kind of pointless to get froyo if you're gonna put fruit on it. I agree. I'm like he's like <laughs> so just, I just eat yogurt. Avoid I avoid it. I almost last night. I was coming home from my friend's house, and I wasn't even hungry, but I was like, you know, it would be good night to get, like, an ice cream from, yeah. like, um, one of the ice cream places. I think we had been talking about shakes, because we drove by a Ooh. Sonic, and they have their special after 8. Yep. And, like, it was, like, 8.20, and I'm like, what is up with that Sonic? Why is it so busy? And they educated me about the Sonic deal after 8 p.m. Yeah. You get, like, half-off shakes. And I'm not a big milkshake person, but I love me ice cream cones. Mm-hmm. I do. We were talking about that yesterday, too. We saw a commercial for Dairy Queen. I was like, oh, I could go for a soft serve right now. (laughs) So I was like, where is the closest Dairy Queen? (laughs) You don't have one close to you, do you? We'd have to go all the way out to, like, Glendale. See, we have one in Parker, but it's not close. Yeah. I've definitely done it once since I moved here seven years ago. I was like, Steve, we got to go to Dairy Queen. I'm craving a parfait. So I was like, we can go to Burger King or McDonald's. It's like, it's not the same. Nope. It's not. It's not the same. <laughs> well, in Los Angeles, um, residents and visitors um, seeking to take in some sweet tooth culture have a new um, destination. It's the Museum of Ice Cream. Ooh. 
So the Museum of Ice Cream, which opened temporarily last summer in New York City, expanded to four times its size and moved across the country for this year's exhibition in Los Angeles. Nice. The museum features 10 exhibits, and each room features the smells and tastes associated with ice cream and adjacent desserts. Do they at least give the visitors ice cream? Because I feel like if you're going to make them smell it and stuff, like, that's not fair. If you don't give them any. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, okay. So it's $29 to get in, $18 for children and seniors. Um, It includes two curated ice cream tastings as well as other sugary edibles. Yum. That sounds right up my alley. And it's going to open on Saturday, May 29th. And the cool thing is, is it has um, a pool filled with sprinkles. (gasps) Oh! That is so awesome. Yeah. I'm like, that is so cute. I'll that's very that cool. i picture with our notes, too. You, you know that that's going to be, like, the new, like, Instagram photo for people that are living out there. Right. Because <laughs> they have that pink wall yep. that everyone takes a picture in front of, and now it's going to be the sprinkle pool. pool. That's oh, awesome, though. That'd be sticky mess. That'd be a oh. sticky mess. Um, let's talk some entertainment news. Okay. What um, is going on in entertainment? You finished watching Big Little Lies? I did. You read the book? Along with it. I don't know why I'm not speaking in full sentences. Did you read the book? (laughs) Yeah. Um, You read it along with it? Yeah, because remember I had started it, so I was like, I don't want to read too much ahead and know. But I, it was so funny because in probably like episode three or four, I said to Joey, I was like, I'm calling this. Steve called it too. And he's like and then he was like, You knew you read the book. I was like, No, I was only I was like following the book along. I just yeah. But it was really good. Did you hear they're gonna do a season two? What? How? Uh they're supposedly they have the rights to do it, but they'll piggyback off of um Bonnie and uh Oh god, now I can't think of her name. Nicole Kidman. Uh Uh-huh. They'll piggyback on their characters together. Um, but I also heard that Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman, because they're the ones who did this, mm-hmm. that they um, also have the rights to another one of her Man. books. Oh, I love her. Um, I'm obsessed with her. Which one was it? They're so good. I think it's truly madly okay, guilty, guilty, maybe. Mm. But yeah, they do. I know that I was reading they have the rights to another to do another of her books. Oh, that would be amazing. Amazing. Yes. Because I, oh. it was really good. I liked the book better than the show. Of course. Um, they changed some things that, like, there wasn't that much sex in the book. Yeah. Um, it was based in Australia in the book. Right. And there was a kid that was in the book that was not in the show, and it was just very confusing at first, but then I wasn't reading along, so I, I kind of transitioned to, okay, this is what it is. Right. So if you were to ask me to name all the differences now, I couldn't. But at first, I was like, oh, this isn't how it was. And I think I kept saying that. And I was like, sorry, Steve. Because I watched it with him. He really liked it, too. It yeah, very, Joey loved it. Very good. Yeah. It was it was very well, like, very just well put together, I thought. I've read, I've been, well, not reading. I do Audible. Um, I've been listening to a lot of her books. And I love Leanne Moriarty. Yeah. She's, she's really great. Amazing. She is very good. I didn't call it, like, re- when I was listening to the book, I didn't know what was going to happen. Really? I, like, I didn't connect the dots, and if you are listening and haven't finished watching, you might want to not listen anymore. <laughs> but I, I, did, I never connected the dots that, um, 
What's the single mom? The single mom yes. had never met Nicole Kidman's. Husband. Oh, I see. I picked up on that instantly because I thought it was so weird. Because he was that, always traveling. And that's what made me think. I'm like, he something's off about him. He's always traveling. He is overcompensating in the bedroom. Like he always wants to like have mm-hmm. sex with his wife when he comes home. And I was like, and he fits that like I don't Crazy. know. Plus, I think maybe because I've seen him, that actor, play those Crazy. darker roles, uh-huh. I kind of just, it it just, but I was off on the kids. Mm-hmm. I totally don't know why. I thought Steve it was. called the kids. I was like, and I had to like That it was react. their son? Like the first episode. Huh. I'm like. I thought it was Madeline's, Madeline's oh. daughter. Oh. She just seemed a little bullyish to me. And like odd. Like, like her she obsession seemed, with the music. and Right. And then she also just kind of seemed like the ringleader. Mm-hmm. Um, so I totally thought it was her. But then it totally made sense as to why it yeah. was. But uh, yeah. No, I I was, I very much. I feel like they him. should do another one of her books with different people. Yeah, and not try and carry on this story. Like I feel like the story ended well. Right. No, like, I agree. Going, I think it did end well. Like I it, yeah. Ending on a good note is always yep. good. I agree. I totally agree. Joey totally thought that um, Madeline killed uh, Renata. <laughs> what? Oh, That's what he thought that. when he was watching the episodes, and I was like, oh, and Renata so. wasn't as present in the book. No, she was a lot rougher to handle in the tv show (laughs) right and very and i don't think her husband and the nanny had an affair in the show but they did in the book right right yeah you didn't see anything about that Mm -hmm. um it's funny i took a buzzfeed quit buzzfeed quiz um those i love yeah i do too i downloaded the app it's been a problem for me (laughs) um but one of them was i don't know you pick some random stuff and it tells you which Big Little Lies character you are. Who are you? Who do you think? You're Madeline. Of course Madeline. I'm Madeline. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn it. That's funny. But I guess out of all of them, who would I really want to be, you know? Right. She's a strong, smart one. There wasn't an affair in the book either. For her, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't like that. In the show? Yeah. I didn't either. Um, There was also a point where I was like, hmm, maybe it's going to be that guy's wife that kills Madeline. <laughs> Right, but the way they were talking about it, you kind of knew it wasn't Madeline that died. You knew, you, you, like they kind of, you know, with the way they were interviewing people. But mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was really good. So good. Yeah, the last book I listened um, to of hers, it was The Husband's Secret, and that one was probably the hardest for me to get into. Um, it was probably almost halfway through the book. Where I'm, I started to like flow really? with the characters. But all of her other, I've listened to Truly Madly Guilty, mm-hmm. um, What Alice Forgot, which is amazing. Yeah. The Husband's Secret. And I'm listening to another author, but I only have like 32 minutes left. So another nice. Leanne Moriarty book will be coming up next. Yeah, I love yeah, Audible. Moved, I moved to another author just because I've been hearing amazing things about I keep forgetting if it's 800 grapes or 80. It's 800 grapes. I always want to say 80 for some reason. Um, Is that a book? Yeah. And I heard really great things about it. Um, One of my – my friend on the East Coast who we usually share – kind of go back and forth with books together. Mm -hmm. She was like, you have to read this book. Um, And I'll tell you who it's by. 
um, 800 grapes. It's by Laura Dave. Okay. Yeah. It's really good. What is it about? What is it about? Um, I literally just started it, but um, I feel like it's definitely like getting me ready for summer too. Okay. Um, is it about wine? So, well, it's like a, yes, it's an escape to like a vineyard. Like there's like takes place in a vineyard. Okay. Um, but uh, she has another book, like a, what is it called? Brothers and Sisters that I guess was like highly, um, like people just like raved about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like about family and stuff. But this one is. Oh. And it has four out of five stars on yeah. Audible. Um, it's really good, but it takes place in the vineyard, like I said. Um, and then, uh, it's, it talks about like when you read the back of the book, like about making wine and like the secret number is, that's how they get the, the title is that it's 800 grapes to make a bottle of wine. Oh. Yeah. So, um, she has a whole bunch of books too. Yep. Yeah. She's really, I know she's really good. Um, but she is about to get married, um, and she finds out that her fiancé has this huge secret. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So it's – um. It, but, yeah, I've, I've literally, like, just opened it. But – um. And this says – and this is notes from the publisher. It says, 800 Grapes is a heartbreaking, funny, and deeply evocative novel about love, marriage, family, wine, and the – Treacherous terrain in which they all intersect. Yeah. Okay, it's on my wish list. That's already on my uh, yeah, wish list. Yeah, I'll let so. you know how it goes, but yeah, I'm excited about it, so. The book I just, I'm about to finish is called All the Breaking Waves by okay. Carrie Lonsdale. Mm-hmm. I got invited to, um, what's it called? I don't remember. It's an event that um, one of my friends invited me to. I'm not going to know anyone but her, so... Super stepping out of my comfort zone. <laughs> Reading Between the Wines book club. Oh. So, and this is the book they selected, and then we all bring wine, and I don't know what happens. We'll talk about it, I guess. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've seen like, how those go, and like you, you, you do. don't, you don't so talk, about the book. talk about it. Yeah, and then it doesn't. They end up talking about each other and catching up. Yes. And so I, I'm like, I reached out to my friend, and I was like, you're for real going to this, right? Because I don't want to show up and not know anyone. Um, I, I'm finishing the book. I didn't commit. I said maybe on Facebook because I was like, well, if I have time to read the book and or listen to the book. Um, I've also got an author on my list next of Colleen Hoover. Okay. So I'm torn if I want to read another one of her books. I read It Ends With Us. Remember we were talking about yes. this? Lace was reading that as well. Um, that book was so good, but then the end totally threw me for a loop. Don't say anything else because yeah. I'll put this on my wish list. And um, then, like you're reading through the book and you kind of think it's going to – like you're like, oh, you – don't get me wrong. The ending is not bad. Uh-huh. You just – I didn't expect it. It hit me like a bus – like a train coming 500 miles an hour. Like I was like, what? But good – like still good. Like I wasn't like mad or okay. disappointed. But um, just surprised. So now I'm kind of like, well, I really loved her book but then – I'm like, is this what's going to happen in all her books? I'm going to be like a train wreck because of the ending. Like, not a train oh. wreck, but not emotional train wreck. Like, a train wreck in the sense of, like, I spent weeks after I read that book, mind, like, mind blown, mind boggled, where I questioned everything in my life. Oh, my. 
So I was like, hmm, I don't know if I can mentally handle another one of her books. I just bought it. It's so good, though. Okay. Because, like, that, so, you've got some so emotion good. behind that. Mm-hmm. It was very good. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is a great note to end on. Yeah. Some book. Books you know I love to books. Read. I know you do. Books I know music. you do. I'm just getting into. I don't have time to read, and I think that's what I struggle with for the longest time. I'm like, oh, these books sound great, but I just don't have. And when I try and like read right before I go to sleep, I'll fall asleep. Oh, and I'm the opposite. I'm up till like three in the morning to finish it. And so then Audible came along, and this isn't sponsored by Audible. I wish it was. Audible, call me. <laughs> but I, yeah. I don't listen to music as much anymore. I don't listen to podcasts as much anymore. Sorry, but listen to the podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm all about my books. Yeah. It's silly. All right. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. You're actually back in a couple weeks. I am. Yeah. Um, but, so we'll catch up with Baby. Yeah, well, we can talk more about our books, too. Yeah. I'll know more about Andrew Grapes. And um, you'll know the gender. I will. So maybe we can reveal that on the podcast after you've done your yes. silly string we can. video. I'm excited to see the video. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? Make sure and check out our website at twogirlsandabottleofwine.com. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.